welcome to I'll Marry You, a podcast with me, Olivia Coleman, full of tips and tricks from the UK wedding scene, interviews with industry experts, and a whole lot of oversharing. Actually, Drew, if you could give us a slow clap. Ladies and gentlemen, right, I groomed of 2023. <laughs> I can use the word couples. Couples. Oh, that note. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm really getting hot on that. I'm having right rants on uh, Instagram because it's wedding fair season. And that's a whole other topic I could talk on. P.S. This is Kirsten from the Little Wedding Helper. Please carry on. Um, (laughs) Of the, yeah, venues using brides and grooms come and have a look around our venues. I'm like, it's not just brides and grooms anymore, guys. No, you're very right. I'm very conscious. Just use couples. It's really easy. They might be throuples. They might be throuples. Is that legal in the UK? No, I don't think so. But, you know, there could be. But I sometimes don't... feel like I'm in a throuple during the ceremony when they do when they do the first kiss. Photographers now... How do you look? Yeah, it's I know. Like... Well, I have to do this really awkward thing where I'm like, husband and wife, or, you know, husband and husband. Yeah. Well, well, thank you. Uh, see, I'm already learning from you. And then I have to, like, s- like slide off to the side so yeah. that they can get the shot with them yeah. just kissing. Do you not, like, lower down? No, can you imagine that would be that would be so, so funny if I just I now pronounce you married and then just slowly like pretend you're walking down the stairs yeah, like yeah. doing comedy sketches and then got to the ground and then slithered off like <laughs> no I don't do that I just walk away but it it gets the shot but it's very awkward so yeah. that's what makes me feel like a thruple. Um you're right about that and I was thinking about that the other day because I. It, yeah, it's really bad, but I just instinctively say bride and groom, not for any reason except that 90% of my couples are two straight bride and groom. But They're then, a heterosexual but if, couple. If you, it's a bit of a catch-22, I guess, because it's like when I, I go to wedding fairs and if I'm walking around and photographers just have pictures of white bride and grooms, yeah. if you don't see yourself represented or hear you yourself... Past. They're not going to book you. So there'll be a reason why you don't maybe get same sex or, um, yeah, two guys, yeah. two women um, booking you because they don't see themselves represented or hear themselves represented in podcasts or on your website. Or... Yeah. So when I have done, um, so recently I had uh, two lovely grooms and I did ask them, you know, why, can I just ask why you booked me? And they went, A, it was word of mouth that we'd read your reviews and we'd heard great things. And then we looked on your website and see, I'd seen that you'd done quite a few weddings in your galleries, which was two grooms. So mm. we knew that we'd be okay with you. And I said, what do you mean? That's like, sad that, they even yeah. had to think that. Well, that's what I said. I said, what do you mean that you were okay? He said, well, there'll be lots of wedding suppliers where they, it's that tokenistic, yes, we do, you know, same-sex weddings, um, but... Really, there's do no repre- really? yes, exactly. Or yeah. are you just saying that because it's the thing to do now to be PC or whatever? I think so. I'm. What's that? What's that terminology that Harry and Meghan used about re- like you're not a racist, but you're. It was something like what was it? It was something like you're un- like you're, if you're not doing the change, you're still yes, issue or yeah. whatever it is. And I think that I'm a bit like that in that I don't say it or show it enough. Yeah, not because of any other reason except that I just don't. I don't think there's an issue. Yeah. Like, to me, it doesn't matter who you are, who you love, or yeah. how you identify. But that's it's not just, enough. So, to me, exactly. Yeah. That's that's what I'm that's saying. That's not enough. Unconscious, unbiased. Yes. That's it. They keep harking on about. Yeah. Bloody But, but I mean, it, it's true. It's, um... Because to me, it's not an issue. I just think everyone's the same. Yeah. And but everything's... It's, but it's not. It's like saying, um, I'm colourblind, I don't see colour. Well, you should do, because it's fairly obvious, you know... <laughs> Pretending it doesn't exist yeah. makes it worse. Yeah, no, you're right. We celebrate that we're all different. Not pretend it, we're not, because we are. No, I know. So it's like I've had school, you know, mum friends going, oh, I don't want to buy books on, you know, how not to be racist or to have, uh, you know, different coloured dolls or whatever, because everybody should be the same and I want to bring my But everyone is not the same. They're not the same. That's something to be celebrated. Mm. Anyway, we digress, but that's a, <laughs> that is a whole new thing. I get quite like... <laughs> so here's Kirsten... <laughs> Anyway, go. Welcome, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> no, I know that's a very valid point. You see, you're teaching me so much because you've been in the biz so long. Yeah, With such an old hat. Venues um, are the worst, but anyway. What for for that treatment? Yeah. Mm, yeah I've fine. had some. I've had some um, photographers. They tell me stories where the uh, registrar 
has automatically come out when you may kiss the bride or the bride Stop and groom. Stop it. Yeah. And there's two women or two men stood in front of them. And it's habit. It is habit. It is they habit. would never, I'm sure, intentionally make that mistake ever. It's no, habit. But, but if I, you but do also, it in your wedding ceremony, yeah. you can't undo that. Sort your shit out. Yeah, yeah, no, and that's maybe, terrible. I don't know if that's more a generational thing as well with some of the red registrars. No, registrars just... get names wrong a lot. Yeah, like all the time. I do struggle. I have a lot of couples that have um, lengthy or like odd. So I struggle to say that. Yeah, I do struggle with that, and that is a, that is part of it. Is yeah, yeah, but also struggle, but get over it before the day. Yeah, but you're learning. You can ask them. How do you pronounce? I that? do every like, time. Yeah. yeah. Which and then, is a good thing, rather than pretending or going, oh, it's a really weird name. It's like, that's somebody's surname. It's very British of us, isn't it? Why isn't it Smith? Why have you got such a complicated surname? I know, surname? I've got a groom called John Smith, and I'm like, sweet. Not only is that my, <laughs> my husband's favourite tipple, but it's a very easy name to say. So, you are the little wedding helper. Yes. How long have you been the little wedding helper? I have been the little wedding helper for... 15, 16 years now. That's a name amazing. that I didn't give myself. I was going to say, where did that name come from? So it came from my best friend, Sarah, who got married at Orchard Lee in yeah. Froome. Um, I was still teaching, so I'm a primary school teacher by trade. Um, so I've always te- taught reception. Um, Brave woman. Oh, yeah, I loved it though. I did love mm. it. Um, she was getting married and this was the time before Pinterest and Instagram. You literally bought a magazine and you tore pictures out for your inspiration. Do people still do that at all? Because I loved that. Yeah, I did as well. Um, I think they probably do, but I think most of it is online now. Like That's I would say 95% of couples will have a Pinterest board or yeah. 20 of them. Um, so this was before that and she literally was just getting really stressed by the whole planning journey and I said look I'll come over bottle of wine let's go through stuff like I, I hadn't been married by then but, but reception teachers a few of my best friends are reception teachers and by nature you're creative people yeah, yeah. like the ideas you have to come up with yeah to teach these kids things I was also art coordinator so oh, it wow. was Christmas was a glitter fest in my was. classroom <laughs> um and we, I think how, and how I still work now is I said, let's go through the flow of the day. So from when your guests arrive at the front door, or the, yeah. the, you know, what are they going to see? Where's the decor going to be? And I literally did it like that without even thinking about it. I was good. That's very interesting. That was your instinct. Yeah. And that's what I still do with couples now. Let's go through the flow of your day, where your guests are going to be moving from, which area, where do you want to put the decor, where should we spend the money? Where are the areas that actually they're walking straight past? We don't need to spend money on that area. It's okay on its own. And we went through the whole day um, at the venue. So we actually went there together. And I just suddenly thought, oh, that would be nice to add something to there. She hadn't even noticed this particular area. And I said, well, this is where everybody's coming in. And there's a ledge there. It's a beautiful mantelpiece. Hadn't even noticed. Because she was more focused on the tables, I guess, for dinner. But everything sees things, everyone sees things differently, don't yeah. they? Yeah, and I think she'd been in it for so long, she couldn't see past things, whereas yeah. I was looking at it maybe with a fresh pair of eyes. And um, so we started scribbling everything down and ideas, and she said, you know, even the flowers on the table, like the budget's gone out the window, we're arguing about it because the budget's... Standard. Yeah. Um, so it's all just getting really bloody stressful. And I said, well why don't we do something a bit different on the table? So incorporate flowers, but maybe not so many flowers and add some candles and then have a look at the... I don't know. I just kept coming up with all these different ideas. And we sat down and went through and she went, oh my God, I feel so much better now. I feel like we've got A, a clear plan. Yeah. I can visualise it a lot more by you talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a list. And then she went... And I bet that list was on pen and paper as well. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, only, I didn't think we didn't, we didn't have smartphones then. <laughs> like, that's how old school I am, I guess. We got there by horse and cart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then I said, but who's going to do all this? Because there's a wedding the day before. They have breakfast in the same room. As the wedding you're... the day before do? Yeah. Got it. So you can only get in from like half 10, 11. Yeah. We've got to be at the church at 1. And you've got to get me to the church on time. Exactly. So then I went, what, what, like, how do other couples do this? Like, how, who, 
do we hand it over to the waiting staff? Because yeah. I said, we've come up with some really lovely, beautiful ideas here. It's not as simple as just placing stuff on a table. Yeah. We, we're going to, you know, you've made a lot of stuff yourself as well. We want to make sure that's put out beautifully. Like, no disrespect to the waiting staff, but they're going to do well, all the basic not their job. thing. No. Yeah. So I went, I'll do it, thinking it would take an hour. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> so young, so naive. So naive. <laughs> I'll help out. But I said to her, it's as if we need an extra pair of hands. Yeah. So we don't want a wedding planner because she... Oh, it's coming, it's coming. She wanted to plan it all herself. I said, it's as if we need an extra pair of creative hands who can just do it all so we can get ready and then we turn up and it's done. Uh, Still, the penny hadn't dropped, by the way, by this point. And um, (laughs) as I said, you know, I'm at the hairdressers with you because I was doing a reading at the church. Yeah. And I like the correlation between the two. I was having my hair done, you know, because I was reading. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was doing reading. Ella was six months old. Oh, my so, God. So she obviously... So she, you were in maternity leave? Sort of, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So um, I went, look, I won't come to the hairdressers. I'd wash my hair that morning, Well, that's obviously. really the least I'll just you pin do. it up. And my dress is there. I'll stay, um, I'll stay in the venue, get it done, and then just make my way to the church, which is on the same site at Orchard. It's like yeah. the tiny, small church. So it'd be fine. It'd be absolutely fine. And so that, that's what we did. An hour I thought it would take. <laughs> Literally 40 minutes in, I was sweating. I was like, we're never going to get this done. How do people Where do Where was this? Ella? Was she like on your hip? No, or? Ella was with her dad. Okay. So they were coming later because okay. I didn't want to deal with babies. You're going to be lactating the, over no. the tablecloth. And also it was the morning of getting ready. I wanted to yeah. like not have a baby Child there. free. <laughs> Ella, I still love you. Obviously yeah. it wasn't that you were getting in the way. But... Um, Anyway, it all got done, but it, that was the light bulb moment that afterwards I went, I don't know how couples do it. Do you like decorate the wedding yourself? Stylists were not a thing. No. When I first had this thought, there were planners who did styling. Yeah. But styling wasn't a thing. So when I started the business, I didn't have anybody else to compare myself to. I and didn't know didn't, how it worked. No, and you didn't have Pinterest and Instagram. No. So you couldn't go online and like hashtag no. wedding stylist. It was all from my own head and the weird way that my mind works creatively. Yeah. And it was afterwards that Sarah said to me, um, A, I don't know what we would have done if you hadn't been there no. to do it. Because I don't know how the waiting staff would have laid things out. Do they ha- have an event manager? I mean, I'm guessing so. I can't remember. It was so long ago now. But but also, it's not just that. It's the, the venue's positions have changed and the roles of the yeah. people at the venues have changed. So now they we know that they have event managers and stuff. But even yeah. now, they don't do the styling. No. They put stuff out, maybe, but they don't... Also, but predominantly, they don't care as much as... Well, I think as well, they are busy dealing with yeah. the logistics of the day and looking after suppliers on one level, but making sure their waiting staff know what they're doing, yeah. the chefs know what they're doing. They have their own role. And I often say I work alongside the venue staff or the marquee company. Yeah. I don't take over from any, anybody. It's very much um, you have a team working for you on, on your yeah. wedding day. But yeah, it was my friend saying you were like my little wedding helper. And I went, Wait, is that Emma Dale? Coronation Street. So it was just like, okay. And actually it was a time where quite a few of my friends were getting married. And so I tentatively said, if you could have somebody to help you, A, with ideas and how to decorate your wedding, would you want somebody like that? Or if you already knew what you wanted and colours, etc., etc., would you appreciate the help on the morning of having an extra pair of hands? Yeah. And it was a resounding yes to both. And I went, oh, maybe this is a thing. So literally went onto the internet and was like, dial up. Was it dial up? No, it wasn't dial up. It wasn't old. But venue styling was not a thing. No. So I was like, well, I don't know how to pitch this. I don't know how much people charge. I don't know. All I know is I'm really creative. I have a bloody lot of ideas. How do I make that into a job? Like, How does that get paid? And so I tested it out on friends first who were getting married. So I worked out timelines and how long it took me to do things and uh, where to buy decoration. Hobby craft? Um, Did you look, do a lot of hobby craft? Don't you even think hobby craft was a thing then? Stop! I know, I don't think it was actually. <laughs> what, what a I'm dark, dingy so world old. we're living in. I'm so old. Um, 
But that's where I learned and got feedback from my friends. And then at one of one of the weddings, their best man then got engaged and had said to, to my friend, who did all the decoration? And so it grew really, really quickly. organically. But no, not quickly, slowly, but very organically of friends telling friends telling friends. And then it got to the stage where I was getting more people asking me to help them. I did my first wedding for £50. No. Yeah. Because I went, and I actually said... Because you had no idea what to charge. no idea. So I went, £50, is that okay? <laughs> I mean, like, mind blown. Popped a piss in. Yeah, but I didn't know. But also because I was teaching, it wasn't a sole income. No. So it, for me, it was it was almost a bit like a hobby. And did you love it? Yeah. Yeah. So I wasn't was going like... to give up teaching for no. it. It was just something I enjoyed doing. But then it got busier and busier and I couldn't, and teaching was changing a lot then. And, yeah. you know, I feel for my teacher friends now. But I wasn't enjoying the teaching as much, but I couldn't imagine not doing the wedding styling. Yeah. I was loving it that much. How long had you been a teacher for? Ten years. Wow. So I was balancing the two for a good couple of years. And then... And you, ten, were, and you were the little wedding helper then. I That's was how a little you wedding helper. Yourself. Yeah. So Did you that, have business cards? Yeah, it's so bad. Oh my god, I love. They were I so love a bad. business card. It really upsets me. That's not a thing anymore. Yeah, um, they were. They're so different now. Um, in fact, I've kept them all because you can. See I was going to say, yeah, 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 that would be so cool. Um, and started doing a few wedding fairs. They were an eye opener. Um, and oh my god, wedding fairs are a weird thing. And then realizing it's not snobbish to think there are there is your ideal wedding. Yeah, that's where I learned that that some weddings were not my bag and not my cup of tea yeah and others i was like that's amazing that's how i want to do it like weddings are a bit more soul to them and yeah detail and um and i turned 40 and last week <laughs> last yeah. week um and gave him my notice at school did thought, you i bet yeah. they thought you were having a midlife crisis yeah probably <laughs> um, I felt physically sick walking down towards my head teacher's office. So at that point, how many, how was the business snowballing? Well, I, I say I was doing uh, definitely a wedding a weekend, most weekends. And I think I'd only done about 12 when I entered the wedding industry awards. And... That must have been one of the first yes. years they yeah, had that I was the first year. Yeah. No! Yeah, so I, I feel like I'm with royalty. <laughs> I feel like I'm, you are, you're like wedding royalty. So I was the first year, um, won the regional, but I was in the... Southwest? I, yeah, I was in the special touch category because there wasn't... I look at you and I think special touch. Well, my mum went, that sounds a bit rude. Yeah. You have a special touch. I went... Only yeah, if they I, ask. I hadn't thought about that. For actually. £50. Pounds. <laughs> <laughs> That's £50 pounds extra now. Special touch, 50 quid. So then I won the South West, didn't win the National, but obviously went up to London. Yeah. And my friend Michelle, who now owns the Mount Without in Bristol, yes. won Best Wedding Planner for that first year. She's oh. amazing. She does. And. Um, so that was all great. And obviously I had the regional winner logo. Yeah. So that really helped. The following year, I entered again, won the Southwest. But I was up against like Toastmasters and jewellers. I was going to say, you were still special touch. Still you still special had touch. your special touch. Yeah, I still had the special touch, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> uh, but then won the national. And that's when things changed. <gasps> da, na, 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 na. That's still Emmerdale. Okay. But um was still teaching. So winning the national for the wedding industry awards gave me that kick up the ass to go, you can do this. And how so I, exciting. Yeah, and I just thought, what am I doing? I'm gonna give my notice in on a proper job, she says in inverted commas, that has a pension that is deemed a sensible job. Yes, for a sensible woman. Yeah, changing children's lives yes. and, and equipping them for the future. Yes, very noble. To get creative and dress tables for <laughs> Piss weddings. Them out in pre-hobby craft. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what am I doing? But I couldn't imagine not doing the styling and knew I was good at it, which well, I don't think we say enough. Like no, I knew no. I was good at what I did. Um, and so, yeah. The did you hand your notice into the school, like, on your 30th birthday week? For, to, 
ultimate dramatic effect. Yeah, well, no. Um, I think it was... You just... let them give you a cake first. No. And I... the children wrote cards. And then I you're like, I... I'm out of here. I think I got to the point. I thought, if I don't do it now and try yeah. and run the business and start my own business, I have no experience of running my own business. Like, no, nobody... Like, myself and my brother are very creative. And looking back now, we both run our own businesses. Yeah. Him in the music industry, me in the wedding industry. And maybe that's what we were meant to do. Um, but being creative, that's what, that's a different thing to being organised and admin and accounts yeah. and tax. I mean, I don't, like, I don't, that's my downfall now. Yeah. I don't care about yeah. tax. Mine too. <laughs> but mine too. But that's why I've never become a wedding planner. So a lot of people yes. think I'm a wedding planner. No. And She's I, a wedding stylist. I'm a wedding stylist. Because I have to say, I'm not organised enough to be a planner. I can't, my mind doesn't work in that way with logistics. Yeah, there's too many tabs open. I have enough experience and I'm sure I could I could help towards that. And I know how things work. 100%. But I, I don't want to do it. Yeah. I just don't. And I and that's when you have to realise what your limitations that, are. Don't you think that's so important? To, to be able to say, I'm good at that. I know I can do that. Doesn't yeah. mean that you have to then... Like, you try other things, but it doesn't mean yeah. you have to do everything. Absolutely. You can't be jack of all trades, no. master of none. No. I work alongside wedding planners, which I love, because yeah. they look after the logistics and the teams and the suppliers, but they can leave the creative and the visual elements to me... So I can then get those done while they are on the same day. Like, and I love that. I love working with wedding planners. Do wedding planners do sometimes, because I know there are some wedding planners out there, because now, obviously, that was, what was that, 10 years ago? So it's completely changed. Yeah. The wedding industry completely changed. And I feel like now there are some wedding planners who like the styling and yeah. you offer that as well. Yeah. Do you find that there's a bit of, well, tension's a bit strong, but... No, there's, there are overlaps, um, and there are so, there are amazing wedding planners who have such an incredible eye for detail, mm. um, who, you know, I follow on Instagram, really look up to, um, and but logistically, I feel like they can balance it, because they are that minded, they can do both, yeah. but they also have great teams, great suppliers who help. Yeah. Um, I personally couldn't do it, you know, the other way around. So I'm, I always say I'm so happy to work with wedding planners. Love it. That if they have a big wedding and yeah. they need somebody with experience and that creativeness that they can hand over a brief. Yeah. I can do that. But, um, but yeah, so I, I gave my notice in, felt physically sick. I bet you did. Yeah, it was really scary. Um, and because you've got a child as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, bills to pay and yeah. mouths to feed and all the rest of it. Um, and that the, is next, scary. the next the next year for the wedding industry awards I did say to Damien you we need a venue stylist category because I I'm up against They still haven't got it. No, well they did the following year and right. then I became a judge. So yeah. I was the judge for it. Which <laughs> I was will great. create it and I will rule it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um which was great because um you can't really compare a Toastmaster no. with a venue stylist. No, but we were not. all grouped in the same one. So and now uh, obviously, I've been a judge for the Wedding Industry Awards now, and I do special touch still and venue styling. They still have special touch. Yeah. So why was I entered into that one? I don't know. I, I've got next. I, touch. I feel like you have a very special Thanks, touch. Darling. Yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm known for. But it. yeah, nine years now I've been a judge on there, and to see the venue styling category really grow is being amazing. And then huge. So I guess Pinterest and Instagram will have helped with that. Um, I still think there is a distinction between venue decorators and a wedding stylist. What is that distinction? I think with venue... I'll just coffee down, brace yourselves. <laughs> I think with venue decorating, um, you might have a set uh, collection of props. Right. And um, couples can pick from that of what they want for their yeah. day. And then you either drop, drop it, it off. off. It's like a hire basis. Okay. Or you can place it out for them. Prop hire. Prop hire. Yeah. Um, so there is creativity still involved in that, but I feel like a wedding stylist comes up with the ideas, creates bespoke displays, comes up with things that are a bit different, yeah. wants to step outside the box, yeah. rather than a more traditional wedding look. So um, I feel there's a bit of difference. Some people might argue that there isn't. I don't know. But I think as soon as I gave my notice in at school, and I remember the first week being at home not having to go into school and, and literally sitting there with a cup of tea going, okay, what do I do as a business what owner? What's the actual F? <laughs> yeah, what what do I... I don't. I didn't know what... Because I was so used to a timetable that suddenly there was no timetable. Yeah. And I thought maybe I need to learn about 
accounts now and I need to work out what do I charge? How am I going to advertise this and that? Because there still isn't stylists. Yeah. Still I still aren't. hate all that. Yeah, I just yeah. want to be creative and style people's weddings. I don't want to deal with no, invoicing and stuff like that. It's so but, you boring. Know, it's, it's part so of did you it take is. a course? No. <laughs> you tubed it. <laughs> I just, I worked it out. But I think I also asked a lot of friends and yeah. people who are in it. Gotta ask for help. And I think this is, um, yeah, this is where obviously the whole networking and meeting up with others who are in the wedding industry, that's where it all started because we can't do it all on our own. No. And actually the wedding industry is an amazing industry. And I'd say with a lot of people who who are willing to help each other, we're all at different stages of our journeys. Yeah. And I'll get some real newbies who will ask me advice or send me an email going... I did that. Yeah, I just, you know... I'm trying to think, yeah, and how we met. Like, Did, but I don't even feel know like, when that was. I can't even really remember. It was a lo- um, I think it was about eight or nine years ago, and I was working at a venue, and you were styling it, and then it must have been on Instagram then, right? Eight or nine. I guess so. Yeah. 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 And then I remember finding you, and it was like you were ro- royalty. <laughs> but I was like, guys, guys, look at this. She's a she's a little wedding helper. And it, but you, because actually, considering that you started without social media, mm. you you did pretty bloody well in social media, pretty straight off the bat. I Don't think, you think? I, I think, feel like your Instagram was one of the first wedding Instagrams to really go big. I, I feel like I started off with Facebook because everybody had Facebook then. Yeah. Bebo, MSN Messenger. No, I didn't have all of that. <laughs> Facebook, definitely. I think when Instagram started, I really liked the platform. So then started on there. But I bet you if I went back to the beginning of the Little Wedding Helper on Facebook and I looked at the pictures, yeah, like yeah, my yeah. style has changed a lot. But 100%. also the quality, like we didn't have camera, well, maybe we just had camera phones yeah. on. Isn't I mean, the photos are about? shit. They yeah. are so <laughs> shit. There's no filters no. invented then. God. So now, and also I didn't realise, you know, you ask photographers for the high res images and yeah. all that. I was just like, I'll just take them on my phone because that's good marketing for me. And I look back now and going, that looks shocking and they're really that's dark like, and fuzzy. That's and... like, you know, when on Facebook now you get memories. Yes. And you're like, 15 years ago on Facebook. Oh yeah. my God, I literally die. I have a, one of my oldest friends, I message him with cat with uh, screenshots of my memories from Facebook because yeah. from like 15 years ago, they're literally all like, Liv Sargent, feels sad today. When will love find me? Shut up. And it's like, it's so melancholy and depressing. I'm like, oh my God, I was literally the worst. But you, I remember seeing you on Instagram and I remember saying to the other people at the venue about you, and I remember talking to couples about you and saying, I remember saying, have you thought of a wedding stylist? And everyone was like, well, what is that? Yeah. No one knew what it was. Yeah. And then people would, and I don't mean this rudely, but people would be like, well, can't we do that? Or yeah. what do they do? They just come and put stuff on tables? Yeah. People did not get it for a long yeah. time, did they? I think as well, I still say, um, you know, even at wedding fair, I mean, I don't do that many now, but. That is, it is about, technically, my job is putting things on a table and making yes. it look pretty. I get that. But I think it's also, because it's a service, not a product and stuff, I guess it's hard to sometimes explain. It's the journey towards your wedding day. It's all the creative get-togethers. It's the yeah. walk through the venue. It's the inspiration and advice that I'll give you. It's the honesty of going, you seriously, I don't think you need that in this venue. I think the money that you spend on that, maybe we could split it between this area and that mm. area. Couples appreciate that honesty because they've never done it before. But also I think what you have, you have a quality that um, I think is really important is that you people want you, people should want you there on their wedding day because you're the kind of person that just gets shit done. And it's reassurance. It's it reassurance, reassurance that you can get ready knowing that is all being taken care of. Like I know that if it was my wedding day and you were there doing your styling job... But suddenly the chef died. <laughs> and I know that actually you'd be like, oh, I could make a lasagna. Yeah. Like I but I know <laughs> that's the kind of Yeah, steady though. Yeah, well, no, I'm not, not lasagna. Yeah. But um, but that's what that's I feel like those are the people yeah. you want on your side when you're getting married. Are people yeah. that give a shit and that will do what needs to be done. Yeah. They're not gonna go, Oh, do you know what, Karen? Actually I clocked off five minutes ago. I think that was a big thing that I learned as well, working with other suppliers. So on a wedding day, I will not only be working with the wedding coordinator of, of, of the venue or the marquee or wedding planner, 
but it will also be the florist, the cake maker, sometimes the stationer is there, but often that's being delivered. Yeah. Um, and it might be other props, if like flower walls, things like that, whatever people are having. Um, and realising, for me, it's definitely a team effort. Um, 100%. Because I have been at some venues and florists have literally just dropped off, placed, dropped off and then gone. Mm. But there's stuff that needs to be moved after the ceremony and things like that. Now, very often I'll go, it's just some centrepieces. I can totally do that. You don't need to wait another two hours. Yeah. Like, I'm really happy to do that. I've always been somebody, I guess, maybe from my teaching days that works as a part of a team. Um, I've been at weddings where I haven't felt well or another um, supplier hasn't felt well. Mm. And I remember one florist, literally um, lots of vases smashed on the actual morning. Oh, God. And so it was like, right, where's the nearest range? I'll yeah. go, I'll go and grab something. Yeah. Nobody needs to know about it. It's literally about helping people out. Do you know what makes me laugh is when I say to people, oh, how was your wedding or whatever? And they go, do you know what? It went without a hitch. Yeah. Nothing went wrong. Totally seamless. I laugh in their face. Every single wedding, something goes wrong. Yeah. It's just you don't know about it. And yeah. that's why you have a good team. Yeah. And it's also about working with the right team on the day. Yeah. So often I will recommend florists or other people that I've worked with because I've seen their work. I know yeah. what they're like. I know how they work. And I think rather than you trawling through um, websites and stuff, having word of mouth is, is great. But yeah, and just I think just making those friends within the industry is just so, so important. And no more so than when I was ill during the summer. So mm. I had done a wedding on the Saturday yeah. at Cripstone Barn. Yeah. By 6am on the Sunday morning, I was down at A&E at the BRI in Bristol. Um <clears throat> It was, it all happened very quickly. I've yeah. never felt pain like it. No. But without me knowing, I had acute pancreatitis. I didn't even know where my pancreas was. Well, who does? Yeah. I mean, what does it do? I don't, I don't know. know. No. It's, it's something to do with, no, that's your liver. Stomachy things, digestive thing. Yeah. I don't know. Um, had, thank, in a way, I look back and think, thank God it didn't happen on the wedding day. Because the wedding yeah. got done. Yeah. I mean, that's how my mind works. But that's how all of our mind Not works. Not my Isn't health. crazy? <laughs> no. Yeah. We're like, I've done that before. Like, I'm sorry, I can't be ill. I can't do yeah. this. I have a wedding. Yeah. We can't redo it. We can't no. say, I'm really sorry, I'm not well. Um, I don't know if people, our couples understand that. Yeah. Well, I, I jokingly had said to a wedding planner friend the week before... Right, I've got my busiest fortnight coming up now. I better not break my leg or break my arm. Ha, ha, ha. And how many weddings did you have in that fortnight? I had eight. That's absurd. I know. You're absurd. <laughs> Get a grip. And Wedding royalty. I just... um. Yeah, I know. It's just... It's, it's your own bloody fault. You're acute pancreatitis. You should have said that about your... But, you know, I ended up in hospital. My daughter took uh, my phone and obviously put a little message out because I was out of it. I was high on morphine. I have never felt pain like it. And I think... Worse than childbirth? Much worse. Oof. Literally Ooh, awful. I'm just clenching my yeah. bits, if I'm yeah. honest, because just it was, thinking It was it. bad. And I think for the first two or three days, I was very out of it. Um, Ella, bless her, all my weddings are in a folders. And so it was already... Um, and... Ella put a little uh, message out on my Instagram just to let couples know because understandably they were worried they hadn't heard from me of they didn't get so they were and like, it's not like you mind. to no. know yeah um, so Ella put something out um, and this is where the power without becoming too emotional about it but the power of like the community that you work with is everything because all wedding friends if they couldn't help they were sending messages to Ella yeah. going are you okay is mum okay sending me messages. But wedding friends literally took my fold and went, right, we need to be so-and-so and so-and-so on Saturday and Sunday. Um, Kirsten's written down the props. This is what we need to get. So they had the keys to my lockup, which was a shit tip. <laughs> I, I had been meaning to tidy it up. That's I, always the way. I know where stuff is. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. then when somebody else walks in, you go, this is really embarrassing. But that's but anyway, always the way. You don't need people. Like, it's like when you... If, the, on the odd occasion that I've been picked up in an ambulance, I'm wearing mismatched underwear. <laughs> or like, it's always the way. If someone is coming to your house and they pop by, it's a shit tip. It's yeah. always the way. So, but you know, there wasn't time to be embarrassed by no. that. It was how it was. Um, and 
Yeah, wedding planner friend. One of my florist friends did three weddings for me at one venue. The generosity of everybody of going, what can we do to help? Yeah. What? See, I'm going to get emotional about it That's now. That's all right. You can get emotional. Um, was don't, don't quite amazing. Cry. <laughs> I know. Um, but that is so, that is yeah. that feeling. It's a bit like it's... you can't say thank you enough. No. They kept my business going. They are like. I'm sure maybe a few balls were dropped, but all the weddings got done. And because they also, I'm sure your friends who aren't in the industry would have helped as well, obviously. Yeah. But they are your friends and they are in the industry and they get it. Yeah. It's like it, we are like a little club. Yeah. And if you're in it, you're in it. And yeah. you're in it for life. And yeah. you understand, you know, they understand you. So they know that you're lying in hospital once you've come to. Um, thinking you're not thinking about yourself and yeah. your pancreatitis no. your pancreatitis you're thinking about your weddings I know and they get that so they're like right she knows how important it is they know how important it is yeah. because actually at the end of the day I've said to people before like my shit doesn't matter it's their wedding day yes you cannot redo it no and you know to be honest, literally the doctor then said because normally with pancreatitis you get antibiotics and you have a week to recover Mine was so bad and so flared up. They went, you're definitely going to be in for a fortnight. Jeez. And I was like, I can't. I've got eight weddings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My mum is losing her shit going, your health comes first. Yeah. Forget about the weddings. Because Forget you... about the weddings. I'm sorry. Are you high, mother? <laughs> Have you been on the morphine? You can't do that. No. But can you imagine anyone in any other industry, like in the office shop? They just in sick. Yeah. Yeah. Michael, can you cover my accounts? Yeah. And no. also, you wouldn't worry about it. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't give a shit. You'd be like, "Sweet D, I could have two weeks off work." Yeah. So literally, the second. Why do we curse? Oh, don't know. But the second week, I was in hospital. Obviously, I was feeling a lot better. Medication was kicking in. Yeah. It was quite. You know, I had my own room, which was amazing. Staff were incredible. Um, and Ella brought my wedding folder in, and I literally had friends who came in, sat on my bed. It was actually really lovely to see them and, yeah. and everything. Going right, Saturday's wedding. What do we need? I I'd literally take out and go. Oh, this is what we need. Actually, the gold frames that were at the last venue. I think they're with so and so. Let me just Amazon Prime ten more, so you don't have to worry about that. The so, internet. and it was just things like that. But I and the nurses would come in, and look at my folder, and go, "Is this ours?" Thinking it was like a training manual or something. <laughs> and I'd go, "No, that's my." Is deal. it like the Argos catalog? Yes. You have to do like a so, run up to just yeah. open the. <laughs> But I went, no, no, that's my work. But it made me feel better. And I had my yeah. phone then, so I could text and keep in contact with my couples. Yeah. Because I was conscious and I could do it. But actually, if I'd been out of it for the two weeks, I'm not quite sure what would have happened. But I can't say thank you enough to my wedding friends for a, keeping me in business, yeah. keeping the name out there. But afterwards, I'd be like, right, what can I do to say thank you? Like, can I pay you for your time? Yeah. Um, I bet they wouldn't, they don't want no. anything. No, of course they don't. And actually for some of my friends, I've then helped them with weddings. If I'm free, it's the least I can do. Yeah. Take my extra pair of hands, I'm coming to help you. Yeah. But the most amazing thing was, I'd say thank you and I, you know, what can I do um, to, yeah, thank you that much. And they went, you don't have to because we know that you would do the same for us. Yes. And you would. And I would. But it's still very humbling and it's still very hard to ask for help sometimes yeah. in the wedding industry. And that can be not because you're in hospital, uh, but because you're having a hard time at home. Yeah. You're juggling um, having children um, and running your own business. Maybe you're just juggling um, looking after elderly parents. Maybe it's just there's too many balls in the air mm. and we find it really hard because really as business owners, we should have our shit together and know what we're meant to the do thing is, it's not like that it's not like that and it the thing is is that 95 percent of supplies in the wedding industry i think are in self-employed business owners on their own yeah and it can be very isolating and sometimes like you know i've had a i wasn't in hospital by any means but i had food poisoning and i had a ceremony and I, so similar thing i was like what the hell am i going to do reached out to a group of celebrants who are all amazing and it does feel incredible and i remember my best friend saying she was like shit like Mike from accounting she was like you can't be like Mike from accounting no. you can't just call up and go do you know what can't yeah. come in today yeah you can't do that you know for me personally if I am in a bad mood or if my husband's pissed me off <laughs> I str I have to have a real word with myself yeah. because then I have to go to a wedding 
where everyone's <laughs> happy and yeah. in love. And I have to put on this front. Yeah. So I do. I, I mean, I tend to listen to like 90s rock music <laughs> and sing. But that's where finding friends within the industry who is, understand. is so important. Yeah. And sometimes with new with newbies coming into the industry, they're like, oh, I don't, I don't want to like, if it'd be like me saying, I don't want to be friends with other stylists because it's competition. No. It's not. The, Community the, over competition. Absolutely. And yeah. it sounds a bit twee, but my God, it's so, so important. So when I started the, the Little Wedding Meetups, it literally was because I was working from home at my dining room table, not seeing anybody lonely. all day. It's isolating. It can be lonely. Yeah. I wanted to ask people's advice without seeming needy or yeah. I didn't have my shit together because yeah. obviously you're a business owner so you're meant to know what you're doing. A lot of us are winging it. A lot of us don't know what we're doing. 100%. And that's when I got chatting to um, uh, the manager of one of uh, venues in Bristol. I said, I really just want to do like just an evening, just a couple of hours, glass of wine, meet other people in the industry how are things going for you? Yeah. It was a safe space to go. It's really shit at the moment. Or yeah. I'm struggling because of childcare or just not really getting... Or well, couples Z. don't want to pay for this or... Yeah, but yeah. to be able to discuss it and realise that A, you're not on your own. B, you don't have to have everything figured out. And C, sometimes we just need to get out of the bloody house and talk to other people. Yeah. So I put it out on Twitter then. I'm not on Twitter anymore. No, I, are you good? That makes me feel better. I d- uh, yeah, it was, it got a, I think it's when Trump was, was president. It all yeah. got a bit toxic. I blame Trump and Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> For yeah, all yeah. lives issues. Yeah. And I literally said, literally, he said, here's a date. We'll provide the Prosecco and a few nibbles because it's good for our venue because we're wedding. Oh, your venue. See, it sounded a bit like Trump said that to you. Yeah. <laughs> like Trump said oh, and so okay. it was a bit of a mutual thing he went well, that'd be great because people can then have a look around our wedding yeah. venue but, and so I said brilliant put a tweeted out a date 25 people turned up that's amazing and I was like shit that's and this a- was in Bristol this was in Bristol and it was one of those things I thought there's a lot of us this is resonating with a lot of people Yeah, that was 10 years ago and since then I've done so many breakfast meetings in the evening um, at different venues I hope that actually a lot of really great friendships have been made, yeah. collaborations on shoots. A hundred percent. People realising they live near to each other, so now meet for coffee. So the Little Wedding Meetups has then turned into the Little Wedding Hub, which is what I run now. And it very much is all about, for those in the wedding industry, but specifically for those who work from home, yeah. to connect, um, to support each other, mm. to sort of lift each other up, because shit will always happen to all of us. Mm. It's We can give this persona on social media that we've got it all sus. It's all bollocks. It's not truth. And you need to be able to have a space. It doesn't worry our couples. Yeah. <laughs> shit, she's Is rude. she mentally stable <laughs> to do my wedding? My celebrants lost the plot. <laughs> yeah. But to be able to just do it within the confines of ourselves and yeah. go, do you know what? I, I also, you want to be able to say somebody, I also struggled with that. But do you know how I worked it out? There's an app called this. Or speak, yes, to, so, speak yes. to so-and-so. They are great on this. Or some people are saying, I'm just about to do a wedding fair. I don't know what to do for it. Yeah. And my mind goes over because a lot of that is about styling your wed- your table for a wedding fair. So I'll talk to them about it. And they're like, brilliant, that's great. Because it's everyone not- has something different to offer. Yeah, and I'm not going to charge people for that. No. I, I mean, a lot of people say, you know, charge for mentoring or charge because for Because you this. could. Because you they are, could. You, could, you 100% could because you have so much experience and you've seen... I mean, like you say, you started without even Pinterest or Instagram, so you've seen the industry change so much. So you definitely... I mean, I'd pay you. Yeah. For both your special touch and your mentoring. But you could... Literally just chocolate cookies yeah, and do it and a I cup paid of tea. You already. I am that cheap. I oh, paid you already. Um, but yeah, so and that's... And do you know what? I think the teacher in me and bringing people together is what I really love doing. Yeah. And... Um, but you're very good at doing it. I've been to one of the meetups and it was... Really, I was quite nervous actually. Believe, yeah. People don't believe it about me, understandably, that I get quite like socially anxious. And I didn't know anyone except you. So I was a bit like, oh, no, no, no. But because we're all in that industry, so by nature, you'd hope anyway, by nature, we all like people. We all like chatting and we're all creative yeah. and we didn't matter whether you're a florist or a stylist or a baker or whatever. So we're all of a similar ilk and we had a lovely food and nice coffee and great chats. And then from that one meeting, if you want to look at these meetups as proper networking 
that works as well because yeah. from that meeting I've been recommended to couples from the florist and the baker and yeah. the stationer and all the rest of it all these little connections that really work um, and and it means a lot when yeah. I get recommended from an industry person that to me is yeah. huge yeah like every inquiry is huge you know what it's like yeah. no matter how long you've been doing it, especially if you work on your own and you work from home like just an inquiry like oh somebody likes me yeah yeah and it's, it's a crowded place on Instagram. Yeah. Um, that's where that fear of, you know, not doing well, not being good enough. You'll look at other uh, people in your industry and um, feel inadequate or mm. feel that you're not doing the best that you should be or, you know, that whole should be doing this and should be doing that. I think then when you come together, um, and I always call it really relaxed networking. I went, I've been to a couple of corporate ones like breakfast meetings and they were too corporate. And A, who the hell gets up at 6am to go and network I don't for breakfast? I don't want to over a croissant. No. And also I thought, do you know what? These aren't my people. No. <laughs> these, these morning people. <laughs> a, morning suits. people. But also I, I, want to, I want to chat to other creatives. Yeah. You know, and um, so that's where it came from. And it's really lovely to see, because I'd get people going, could you do one up in, I don't know, Edinburgh or whatever? And I'm like, I don't have the trademark on this. No. This is just, ne- this is just getting together. Put a, put a date out. Yeah, but other people don't do it. Other people yeah, don't I have so. the natural ability to do it that's you know when people say like people will say to me oh I have thought about having my cousin do our ceremony but actually it's a lot to ask and they just don't they just don't have what you have yeah people lack vision you know like so some people would say I don't need a wedding stylist because I I, I'm creative myself and I've got time and I want to do it then great you carry on yeah but other people would look at a round table with tablecloth and just see that Whereas you look at things and go, is that tablecloth straight? Yeah. For a oh start? my god. Yeah. You don't like a creased tablecloth, do you? That, that's what was just. That's just the basics. You do not like a creased. Let's tablecloth. not even talk about the crease or pushing the chairs into it before no. we put anything on top Absolute of it. Absolute morons. <laughs> do you know one of the first things I saw that you did that I was like, God, that's cool because it's in your mind as well. You can't. It's, it's not like. Is it weird? No, is no, no. What's no, a bit weird? But like you can go, like now you can go on Pinterest and see all these ideas and yeah. stuff. But with you, it's all in your head. Yeah. So it's all in your head. <laughs> so it was a table plan at a venue and he is a race car driver. Oh, know, yes. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah it was yeah. years and years yeah, ago, wasn't King's it? Yeah, Barn. Yeah. And you had made the table plan in the engine bay. Is that right? Of it, a was, it, was the, it was the bonnet of a mini. Yeah. So um, to be fair, though, the groom helped with that because yeah, I yeah, came whatever. up with the... <laughs> I came up with the idea and said, ooh, could we possibly do that? Can you get a bonnet? So I don't know where to get a bonnet from. And he went, I can. And so he got the bonnet. We managed to prop it up somehow. We wrote on the bonnet the table plan. And then the bumper was a garland of flowers. Yeah, it was so cool. Uh, but the light, the headlights, he had a little battery behind. I don't know how any of this works. But he had the battery behind. So in the evening... He turned the headlights on, so you had that bit of, and so a lot of it is for him. I had the idea, and then when I actually don't know how to pull yeah, this yeah, off, yeah. but I table plans are my thing of going. Let's do something different. I than know. Something printed on an easel, it just seems to have flowed into that. I don't know how, but, but you're very. Um, but that's what I mean. And and actually now with Pinterest and Instagram, there's so much choice and overwhelming. So, it is yeah. totally overwhelming. Yeah. And you also, people will say to me, oh, I want to do this. And they'll show me something on Pinterest. I'm like, oh, sweetheart, that's lovely. Uh, but that is done in Miami with a million yeah. pounds and a team and all the rest yeah. of it. Like, be realistic. Oh, I, I do get that as well. I'll be given like... 20, How do you not laugh in their face? 20... <laughs> I'll get like 25 boards oh, at yeah. least. Wedding hair, yeah. wedding smile, yeah, yeah. wedding table. And often I'll go... I can I can look through all the boards and sort of then pick out. I can see a common theme. So what I tend to do is then take out elements of their boards and create a new one that is more focused, more precise, more details. Yeah. To say, step away from the Pinterest and because focus just on one this board. This yeah. is this is what we're working from. This is what you can pass on to your florist, your venue, whoever you want to. But let's just quieten the mind down because you are down that Pinterest rabbit hole yeah. for too long and you are losing all sense of what is, is able to be done in your venue. Because I'll get some and it's a South African vineyard. <laughs> and I'm like, we're in Tetbury. In a church. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's, it's, I get what you want. But this is what I'm going to suggest. 
So I always say to couples, I, it's your wedding. I take your ideas, but then I will add some inspiration and some realistic advice. And I'm quite honest about yeah, things, you that, what things work. Because there's no point in going, yeah, you can have, I don't know, light up love letters in the room. I said, the people sat next to the light up <laughs> are going to be blinded by the light bulbs. <laughs> And you know, you don't like that awkward thing with the see through dress every yeah. time they stand up, you'll see <laughs> yeah. the knickers. I was just like, you, it, it's working out where things um, work well. And so, again, that's the flow of the day and where things And you had that well. vision, but also something less creative about you is that you don't, and I honestly don't think I'm being naive here just because I tore you, but <laughs> you, I don't feel on any level that you overcharge or you take money or you go, oh, do you know what? Yeah, you do need those love yeah, light-up no. letters because that'll cost an extra 500 no. quid. I feel like your approach is actually, similar to mine would be, kind of saving the money and be like, yeah. oh, you don't need all that fat. No. Just have this or yeah. just have that or... I think sometimes one of the arguments that we can settle at these networking meetings is that it, it, it is a, an expensive industry. It's yeah. expensive. You, there's no getting around it. And you have to charge competitively and accordingly. But I, I've not met anyone that has is in it and doing it for the money. They're not overcharging it. Yeah. We're doing it because it's a skill and a talent and the time and the effort and all the rest of it. We're not trying to fleece you. No. And I often say to my couples as well, it does not take an extortionate amount of money to make your wedding look beautiful. No, absolutely not. It is how you bring together all the details into one beautiful look. It can, some of the nicest weddings I've done can be, and it can be jam jam jars of flowers in a village hall, but it was all the personal touches. It was all the things they'd made. It was all the cakes that'd been made by the people in the village or whatever. But then it was how we dressed all that on the table with homegrown flowers and things. I've also done weddings where the couple have spent six grand on flowers alone. And do you know what? This, it was beautiful. But no more beautiful. Yeah. It's just, that was their thing. They wanted, flowers was what they both loved. And but weren't so keen on a cake. And I said, look, Waitrose and Marks and Spencer yeah, yeah, up yeah. their game on wedding cakes. I know some great cake makers who will create the most amazing, delicious cakes. But if it's not your thing yes. and you don't want to spend money on it, yeah. don't feel that you have to be forced into do that. If mum is saying, but you have to have something to cut, then just pick up a little something. Or cut my if, heart, mum. Yeah. <laughs> cut my wallet in half why don't you there's different elements that people will find important but what i try to encourage couples to do is don't get lost down that pinterest um rabbit hole of what you should have what you should have because it's a wedding keeping up with the joneses oh oh, we should do this we should do that it's also um it's more about does your wedding reflect the two of you yes Otherwise, you could go into the wedding aisle in the range and buy yeah. everything on it yeah. and put it into your venue yeah. and it would look pretty. But if there's no personal details, there's no bespoke pieces, it's just a cookie cutter wedding look. You want your guests to walk in and go, this is so there. them. And it feels, it feels like them. So it's not just about what it looks like, it's about how it feels. See, that is something that I, that I strive for and that I get every ceremony is afterwards they go, that was so them. Yeah. Because we are exactly the same in that I, a wedding day should be the day that is most reflective of you as a couple. Yeah. Every inch should be personal to you. Which is, I, I do think, harder to do when you have a venue or especially a really popular venue that everyone gets married at. Yeah. But... If you would, you need to do what you can do to make that wedding day so you. Yeah. And styling is a huge part of it, like the table plan. Yeah. And also, I, I, if it is a popular wedding venue. Do you struggle if it is a, yeah, if it's a, if it's a blank canvas, do you, if someone says to you, I've got a marquee and it's completely blank, go to town, do you get little tingles? Yeah. Yeah, of course you do, you little links. (laughs) Get a little special Because touch. the blank canvas can overwhelm some. Yeah, but to you, that's but like... But to me, I'm like, this is great. Yeah. If it's a wedding venue that a lot of weddings happen at, I will often say, right, what do we want to do that's a bit different from what everybody else has got? And that's where the ideas and the inspiration will come into it. Because also there's certain styles that, you know, if you're getting married in a castle in Edinburgh, it's different to um, a country barn in the Cotswolds which is different to an industrial yeah. building in the city like that's all different so how do you bring in the difference because surely a type of venue will have a type of styling I think I think the styling should 
not totally, but needs to fit in with your surroundings. Um, whether it's the oldness of the building, yes, or the history of it, I think you can still do a modern style in an old venue, but it's just really thinking about the details and what you put in there. And mm. so some of them will be more challenging. Yeah. Definitely. Do you want to say no? Yeah. Oh. Now that took awkward. me... That, yeah, <laughs> it took me a long time, and we talked about this before, to realise that some weddings were not me. Yeah. So And it's okay to say no. And it's okay to say no. I felt a real snob, but I know that I don't do chair covers. I don't do fake blossom trees. God for that. I referred to chair covers in a previous podcast as condoms on a chair. (laughs) Yeah. I can't. For the same price, you could hire in a chair. Yes. So, um, I mean, but there will be certain ones where they have not looked at the website and seen maybe my style. Now, first of all, I didn't know whether I had a style, but... There I think will, you do. There will be some who I'll go, I think I know a, a, a venue stylist or a venue decorator who will be a better match. Yeah. And that's the best way of saying, I am not the right the match for you. But this person might be. But I always recommend somebody else so they don't feel lost by me going, no thanks. Yeah. And it's doing... <laughs> that would be like, nah, um, on your way. Yeah. And it's doing it in that nicest way that it's not putting down their ideas. Yeah. Because they might have it all planned out and it's not my cup of tea. It's not my type of styling. And it's okay to go in a nice way. Yeah. Um, I'm not the right stylist with you. Like sometimes I might say, okay, I'm booked. Which is, again, is an, is a, is an easy way of doing <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, that is an easy way but of doing it. But I would it. rather say, I'm not the right stylist for you. But I know so-and-so from so-and-so who has a really amazing collection of X, Y, and Z. And I put in the yes. link and I and I very often get a email back going, thank you so much for um, passing on the details. I'm going to send them an email now. Because hopefully then the little wedding helper in their head, I'm not decorating their wedding. I'm not styling it. But I've left a nice impression that I'm oh, helpful. Because yeah. help is in my name. And they were, <laughs> hello. <laughs> and they will then recommend you to other people or Maybe. what have you. What have you. Yeah. I mean, I've probably in my career seen over 2,000 weddings and there are some that are very ugly. Yeah. But they're not ugly to the couple. No. That's the thing, isn't it? No. There are, there were, people used to come and they used to, it was all in the decoration. People get it so wrong. The, and they would do I, I've things. I've done one. Oh God, something's um, so bad. Do you know what the theme was? Oh, don't tell me. Phantom of the Opera. Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> and dad wore no, the didn't. half white mask up, when he, he did his speech. We're talking a long time ago. It was all black and red. Oh, um, but do you know what? Um, this was early days. This yeah. was early before I like realised my style. Um, wasn't my cup of tea, but my God, she walked in and she cried because she loved it. Because it was her cup of tea. It was her cup of tea. Someone's cup of tea. Now I did it and it was great, but I then came away thinking that isn't my cup of tea. I'm I'm so glad that she loved it and yeah, yeah, but yeah. I know that. I could do that now. If somebody wanted a red and black wedding, I could do it. But it wouldn't be... I wouldn't feel that I was really being creative. No. I wouldn't love it as much because it's not my cup of tea. It's so funny, isn't so, it? So, yeah. I, I think, for me, it's the themed ones that I struggle with. Yeah. I often say, you don't need to have a theme. It's more about, what, well, how do you want it to feel? Yeah. What, what, what's the feeling that you want from it? So, um, I, feel like, I feel like you might be proud of this, if I haven't already told you before. So... One of our themes on our our wedding day, mine and James's, where whatever it was his too. Um, so my dad has raced cars all my life. I've spent, I grew up on racetracks. James is a mechanic and fixes cars, builds race cars, all the rest of it. So our table plan was laid out like a grid. Yeah. And then, but you know, in a classy way. Yeah. And then the table names were all racetracks around the world. Yeah. And the sort of the picture of it was a vintage picture of of that racetrack so yeah. and it done like a polaroid yeah is that good nice thanks well the wedding thanks. i did where they had the bonnet <laughs> he also raced cars yeah and each yeah, table yeah oh yeah and yeah. so each table had a little flag yeah with the with the racetrack on it so i my, know nothing about racetracks no, but, but the I point love the idea. is is that you can do it classy yes like i've done ha- I've, just, I've seen a lot of harry potter weddings okay not my bag but fine a classy Harry Potter wedding is when the wedding favour is a Frere Rocher and they just put white little wings I've done on. That, yeah. Was that you? I've done that, yeah. Of course it was you. 
But we made... I, I made, love you, I didn't even know it was you. I made confetti cones out of Harry Potter book Books, pages. yeah. That is taken that. off massively. Because you don't want necessarily a wedding with wands and wizards flying no. about. But <laughs> we used old ink bottles to as yes. a connection to the school. We had an old porter's trolley uh, with vintage so it suitcases was, like on you it. say, the feel, the yes, vibe. but done in a way that matched their venue. Love that. Yeah. See, but that's so good because you see that. Other people don't see that. Other people will be like, fine, let's go on Amazon, get some capes. Yeah. Let's draw little Zs on everyone's forehead. <laughs> like, no, Carol, stop it. There's a classy way yeah. of putting your own yeah. spin on things. Yeah, but this is why you have consultations. So hopefully they've looked at your website, they've looked at your starting price, they feel comfortable with that, they then come to you. And during a consultation, if some ideas come out, if I think, oh, there's a way around this, we could do it in a nice way because I'm a little bit worried about it turning into a theme park. Tacky, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or tacky, as you might say. Sorry, was that aggressive? Tacky! (laughs) Um, But actually, at the end of it, that's when it does take a lot of guts to go, I don't think I'm the right fit. Yeah. And then it's a bit awkward. You're like, I don't really know how to tell them this. Um, But I'd rather be honest with them than do a wedding that... It's not creative, really, for me. And no. your time can be better spent yeah. elsewhere. It's hard, though. Oh, it can you imagine hard. saying that? Thank you so much for wanting me, but my time would be better spent elsewhere. <laughs> I still struggle to say no. Yeah, I, I mean, can't I, say I, no. I, I I'm do. early in the game. Um, but you get better. I think that comes with experience. I think that yeah. comes the longer you've done it. I think you become much better at going, and also how you price yourself. Yeah. So when I started doing my first wedding for fifty pounds, yes. it was not a good idea. No. But I had no idea, literally. Now And people then expect a fifty pound job. Yeah. So now that sounds, that now, sounds a lot more suspicious than I was. I've put my prices up and um That yeah, reflects in your skill yeah, though. Absolutely. But it's that self doubt that will people pay that? And some people won't. Do you have imposter syndrome? Yeah, of course. Oh my god, I mine is off do. the charts. Yeah. Yeah. It's so the more successful I get, the worse the imposter syndrome yeah. gets. I said to my mum the other day, I couldn't be, you know, actually famous as opposed to the media <laughs> mediocre famous I am now. So if I was actually famous, like yeah. I would struggle. I actually compare myself to Susan Boyle <laughs> visually. But also, you know, she struggled. I feel uncomfortable when I will be at an event, say it's a networking event or whatever, and somebody will come up to me and go, oh, Are you the little wedding helper? Because yeah. they never know my name. And I'll go, Yes, and they're like my God, I've been following you on... For years! Yeah, we I, love you! But I feel it's it's a bit weird. Yes. But then it's also really lovely because you're like, oh my God, oh, I'll get people who come up to me at wedding fairs where I go, I follow you on Instagram. And I'm like, oh, it's so nice to meet a real person. Like, thank you so much. Yeah. Because I don't see myself from how they see me. No. I'm literally a mum at home. Do what you do. Haven't done the Tesco shop. No. You know, the house is a shit tip, yeah. and and yeah, I'm start. I can I can make the weddings look beautiful. You look at my house, and it's a different. It's a different. Uh, it's a different look. Um, oh, see now that's funny because I literally I hoovered this morning, yeah. and then I was like, I put some flowers out and lit a candle because I was like, person's coming over. No, she, she, her house is gonna be I can immaculate. style a wedding. I can't do my own house. It's really weird. Decor wise, I I literally am on Pinterest, probably like my couples, not knowing the best place to. Because I would have thought you'd be like an interior designer. No, it is like interior designing, I guess, for weddings. But no, my house, I I can't make a decision on stuff. But that's like if you if you're married to a hairdresser, you have shit hair. Yeah, my husband's a mechanic. My sunroof has never worked. Like never since yeah. the day we picked up the car, my sunroof has not worked. Yeah, it is weird, isn't it? That um, I, yeah, people expect my my home to be beautifully styled, yeah, and, and it's not at all. That's terribly disappointing. Yeah, it really That's yeah, it. It Drew, is. Cancel I dis- the whole episode. I, dis- I um, I disappoint <laughs> myself. I think sometimes when I walk back into oh. the front door. Yeah. Whenever you feel sad, though, I want <laughs> you to just think about that fifty pound special touch that you've got. I hope that your special touch now would be charged a lot more. It is. It's all on the website. <laughs> I could honestly talk to you for absolutely hours, but I need to go to a PT session. And I actually probably need to do a bit of work. So I've got a lot of Zoom calls this afternoon. Are you yeah. so busy? Are, got, how many weddings do you do a year? Um, do you around have a cat? 60. Sweet Jesus. 
And that's all you. You don't have a team, or do you have a team? No, so I have um, two girls who help me now on the, okay, on the day, good. but yeah. not behind the scenes. No, no but um, but yeah, I have a wedding on Saturday, so I need to get prepped for that. Um, I will help that. you if you ever need help. Thanks. Oh my god, I would love it. Fingers crossed, I don't end up in hospital again or anything no. like that. But uh, I mean, you don't have to be near death's door to want my help. So that's know. cool. Thanks for that. <laughs> you could just fancy, oh. you know, my creativity. Yeah. My mum would help you actually. She's like desperate to get involved with everything and anything. Trouble is, I get a lot of people saying, Can I we bet come and you help do. you? But it's like that saying, too many cooks. Way too many cooks. Yeah, so it's hard. I don't want you anywhere near one of my ceremonies. No. <laughs> They're incredibly you unique. You can hold the book. I know. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh, it's been great. Thank you. Thank you so much, my darling. Thank you so much for listening. It really does mean the world. If you find this podcast even remotely helpful or moderately entertaining, share with all your friends and family. You can DM me any questions, queries, if you want to share any stories on the podcast Instagram at I'll Marry You Podcast. Get in touch. I want to hear all your tall tales. See you soon. I'll Marry You is a podcast by Olivia Coleman. The music is Mr. Sunnyface by Wayne Jones and the show is produced and edited by Drew Toynbee.